0: Welcome to the Great Lakes Golf Podcast for December 7th, 2022, alongside Hunter Pulaski in Petoskey. I am Peter Garber in Chicago. We are presented by Reed Furniture in downtown Petoskey. Whatever your furniture need, it's Reed indeed in this week's episode Golf Returns, the Hero World Challenge, won by Victor Hovland. Uh Talk about the tournament. It's a great show. Uh, nice to have golf back on network TV over the weekend. And then we have another tournament this weekend, albeit a team event with a very small field, the QBE Shootout at Tiburon in Naples, so we'll talk a little bit about that. Also this weekend, the match. Saturday at 6 o'clock, Tiger and Rory take on JT and Jordan uh, with Barkley and Trevor Immelman on the call, which ought to be interesting. Also, the PGA Tour has a new app, and Willie Mack has been playing some good golf even since the good golf he played at qualifying school on the Florida golf tour. So we'll get into a little bit of that. Uh, First, Hunter, your guy, Victor Hovland, when he wins, he tends to win big. He's like the new Xander Shoffley, maybe of liking. I don't know if it's that he loves like beachy golf and he's good in the wind or if he likes these smaller fields. But uh, man, he cruised over the over the weekend. And uh, I know I know it got a little tight at, at parts of the day on Sunday but really he seemed like he was in control the whole way he is really a uh, a great ball striker uh, what did you what did you take away from the hero world challenge
1: i i find it shocking that the victor Hovlin just simply cannot win on american soil and what do you i can't really tell what i what that means does that just mean that the, the american golf with the the slopeier green faster greens Thicker rough is tougher for his tripping.
0: Yeah. What do we know about his performance over the weekend? Statistically anything like, did he put it lights out? And is that why he was able to, was that what made the difference this week? I mean, why does he play better on those
1: courses? I don't know. I don't know. I watched it. Maybe
0: it's just good in windy conditions. Is that it?
1: Well, I think that, I mean, I think that absolutely has something to do with it. I think he, there's no question he can ball strike it with the best of them. And it's always been his chipping that's always been, it's always really a ball striker, but, and then everyone always says tripping. So it just makes, it makes me wonder how, and I don't know how, as far as the, the green sizes rough, I'm not sure for this course in Albany, what it, what it was like, but, He's one of those guys. If, he, if he's striking it how he can, it's he doesn't have the chip very often. And if, yeah. it, if it's windy, obviously that favors favors the ball strikers. And, and when you're as good as, I mean, his move is so good. I can't get over. There was a time where you you didn't teach guys coming over the top. That's just that. That's just not how you taught it. And now he hits like that perfect little butter cut every single time. It's mesmerizing to watch
0: so would you describe that as an over-the-top motion his swing
1: i think yeah i think he brings it i think when he gets the top i think his first he does a really good job of
0: i think you have to look for more from the side like from the ball from the balling looking straight on to him because if you look from behind it can be like an over-the-top motion i think implies like a a change It is negative in the sense of like it your shoulder plane changing and, you, you know, you're going to have a poor angle of approach, which certainly doesn't describe Victor Hovland's swing. No, like he's, no. he's still on plane on the way down. He's just able to move it into the move. The club head into out more than out to in because his, his other positions are so good. Meaning his hands in relation to his, his body he certainly clears his hips just fine. I just think it's impressive that he can, like, he wins going away. He wins big. You don't see a lot of young guys win big. Like he doesn't. He's either got it and he's going all the way, or he, you know, he's gonna have a like you said it, a moment where his chipping gets the, gets the best of him. It's sort of about avoiding those short game pitfalls and making more putts than he would on an average week. And I don't know I don't know what the green speeds were there in the Bahamas but obviously in those resort style conditions and high winds you, you know traditionally the greens are not going to be as fast So I think that point's probably well taken
1: Okay so I have, I have a final answer on if, if he comes over the top he does not he comes over the top in in relation to where he takes the club back but he's not he does not come over the top in relation to playing. There's my final and, answer
0: And even though it, it like his club's coming back a little on the inside. His
1: oh, it's still. Hands red.
0: are still. True. Really his red. clubbed head's still outside his hands. Yes. It's not like he's laying it off on the way back or anything crazy. No. He just has a very. I think it's an upright swing. Mm-hmm. It's not. There's no more flat swings. That's the thing is like Justin Thomas, like Colin Markawa has the closest thing to like a modern flat swing. Like all these guys are swinging so much more upright. Gone are the days where you've got like the Matt Kuchar around your, around your body kind of move. We're not twisting and turning anymore. We're pulling the club up high over our head and being more athletic.
1: I remember the day where, uh, O'Neill mentioned Kuchar. Like this was like 10 years, 15 years ago, however long ago, this was a long time ago and like feeling that motion. And now it's like all high hands. Like, Victor has very high hands. My
0: the trouble I have is my shoulders are so bad that I cannot get my hands to that. High. Like I fit, and maybe that's why Kuchar doesn't do that either because he's like, dude, I can't do that. He's also bent over holding what looks like a tiny little club. He looks like Bill Lambier, looks when he plays golf. Mm-hmm. Um, good performances from some of the other guys too. Yeah, great. Sheffler looks like it. it was a it was great television. A lot mm-hmm. of birdies, but there's still like plenty of trouble out there i mean you saw some high scores poor kevin kisner sponsors invite probably fresh off his 13th place in the pip maybe that's something we need to talk about are the pip rankings which i didn't mention in the open but yes we can i think have been announced since our last episode but he was he was 13th which i think was the same spot he was in last year but he was a sponsor's exemption in the hero world challenge right i, I don't know what that means exactly because of they aren't. They all just. You know what are the? I don't know what the criteria is for getting into that event, but it's a hit and giggle.
1: Uh, um, it but looks he like you did, did not play healthy, well. Really good at golf. I think the worst golfer I see here is got to be Fleetwood. not just because he finished last. Maybe Corey Connors, or maybe Corey. Maybe Sapp. Honestly, I don't know.
0: The funny thing is, I like you look at some of those guys who are worst in the field this week, and then you look at the QBE, and they're. Connors is the probably the best. Connors and KH Lee are like the best on paper team, along with home on Kisner. Well, so well I think those are the only four guys from this week who are going to play in the QBE at Tiburon.
1: We'll get into it. I'm not sure what the numbers are, but you have to like English and Cooter just because past success, but I don't know how recent that past success was.
0: Oh, it's recent. Yeah. Um, any other takeaways from the hero? Anybody you were surprised didn't play better? And did you have any any betting interest I know we didn't have a podcast last week but were you engaged in this throughout the week or did you kind of like tune in halfway through like i did because you uh, have a crazy insane upside down life right now
1: yeah my life's not quite as upside down as is what i imagined uh yours has been but it's just like the normal upside down for for being a, a parent of a five-year-old uh, i didn't watch a ton of i mean i watched the weekends uh when i could i'm gonna uh, i mean this is the i love the world cup i have a like this is a big time of year for, or big four year every four years for, for me. So I've been watching that uh, very contently, and watched a little bit on.
0: Spent some good matches too. That Portugal match was crazy yesterday. I don't know if you watched. that, I did. But that ended up being a total blowout, huh?
1: I did. And they yeah. didn't.
0: So did they play better because they didn't start Ronaldo?
1: Uh, people are saying that. Uh, I think there's there's absolutely no question that that is happening. That he he is a detriment to that team in every sense of the word detriment. He's, I think
0: it's a detriment to any team he's going to be on now for the rest of his career. Right? He's t- he's
1: turning the he's
0: turning to the Terrell Owens of global
1: <laughs> soccer. Well, I think when you were six years ago, we'll say when a guy looked up and he saw two players, and one of them was Cristiano Ronaldo, he was supposed to pass it to Ronaldo, and and usually he would finish it, but now Ronaldo still thinks that he should be the guy that gets that pass if there's two options, and he can't finish, and he's old, and he can't run. I, it's it's bonkers that he—I'm glad they sat him, and I think I think it's absolutely hilarious that he came on in the last 15 minutes of the game when they were up by f- four goals.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. That <laughs> is funny. And, like, he didn't score, did he? Uh, he did he score scored the fifth of the sixth goals?
1: I want to say he was offside. I saw him put one in the back of that, but I'm pretty sure they flagged it.
0: So did you have any gambling? Did you have any betting interest in the hero? I was kicking myself because it was like Saturday morning or something. Maybe it was f- late Friday, and I saw Hovland at like plus 110, and he's already up by three. And I do think he's a front-running like when he's, like I said, when he's going that good, he's gonna. Keep, he's probably going to keep going. Um, so long as he avoids those short game pitfalls, which didn't seem to be there for him in the, at that golf course. So I really am kicking myself for not picking that up. I ended up grabbing like a shotly at 20. He was like five behind or six behind at that point, which I thought was the only other fair number on the board. But uh, I didn't have a whole lot going on in that department, did you? And are you gambling on the World Cup?
1: Uh, a little bit on the World Cup, but no, nothing on the, uh, nothing on the Are hero. Are you winning on the World Cup? No, no,
0: no. <laughs> Are you betting on totals or sides?
1: Uh, Sides. Like uh, I'll do, I won't do it anymore because group stage is over, but I would pick like three out of the four games and do like some kind of like money line parlay, which is tough. There's,
0: there's been too many upsets for parlays.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's soccer is just so tough because you don't, like if you if they tie you don't win which is just yeah, tough. yeah you, or you gotta don't even like push it which is just brutal
0: yeah well you have to bet on the draw bet on a draw as a result that's yeah. totally different from betting on football and basketball bet college basketball people Duke was minus two last night against Iowa they're much better than Iowa Did they, they won by twelve so there's plenty of games to get on in college basketball. Maybe I'll give out a game or two sometime tonight on this pod right here. Um, So, we go from the hero on over to Tiburon. Tiburon, you can just park at Tiburon. I mean, there's something going on there related to the PGA or the LPGA, it seems, for, you know, about two months. How long ago did the ladies, was it that the ladies played their tour championship there? I mean, that that was just...
1: A month and a half ago or so.
0: Yeah, so... um... And we got a couple of ladies in the field this week. So uh like I said, Tiburon Naples team event. I believe it's is it 12 teams Correct. total?
1: 12 two person teams.
0: 12 two person teams and really easy format. So we're clearing 30 under this week, folks. We're clearing 30 under. Watch a lot of putts going in, a lot of birdies. I don't know what the ladies shoot. Can you grab the scores from there? Yeah. What they shot at Tiburon? Um, and then I will tell you who the teams are. So the the team that's English and Kucher are kind of like the horses here for the QB. They've won three times. Uh, they were third last year, I think, on top of that. So they almost never play bad. Now, English is interesting. We don't really know how sharp his game is because it's been a while since he's come off the hip surgery, but he hasn't really flashed form. He's kind of been his form's been solid if not spectacular and maybe that'll be good enough this week. Um they're plus 650. The odds are crazy because when you have a 12 team field, Naturally, it's the odds are kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, Day and Horschel are five to one. Homan and Kisner, I mentioned earlier, are kind of another one of the stronger teams on paper at six to one. Hoagie and Thigala are kind of interesting, also six to one. I mentioned English and Kutcher six and a half, along with Connors and Lee. The other team I said earlier that was probably the most talented on paper. However, there's also Harmon and Straka. Harmon is like in the when I was looking at the official world golf rankings the other day, I couldn't believe he's like into the mid twenties or something now. So he's really kind of quietly put together a nice stretch of golf. Seth, we know loves to win PGA Tour events, and and has a couple runners up as well. They're seven and a half to one, so maybe that's a little bit of value. Why are Cameron Young and Steve Stricker this far back? Am I the only one that thinks that that's a good team?
1: Is this a true scramble for
0: uh, I'm good. Thank you for asking that. They play a scramble on Friday is Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I think they play a scramble on Friday. Okay. They play a modified alternate shot on Saturday. I believe where both players are hitting T-balls, which is like, it's not really even alternate shot because this mm-hmm. is an easy course. So, I mean, they're all they're every, they're going to be coming in from the fairway. On every hole, playing alternate shot, so there are going to be very few bogeys, even in the alternate shot format. And um, then they play better ball, I think, on on just regular four ball on Sunday. Correct. So. Right. Yep. Um. So I think the Cameron Young, Steve Stricker is kind of interesting at eight to one. I don't know. Maybe I'm all wet on that. Keith Mitchell and J.J. Spawn are playing together at nine to one. Trey Mullinax and Scott Stallings. You know they're going to get some of my money at least this week. They're twelve to one uh Ryan Palmer who's good in team events
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh playing with Charlie Hoffman twenty to one and then the ladies McNeely's playing with Lexi Thompson they're twenty five to one and is it Nelly or Jessica who's Nelly. playing Nellie's playing with Denny McCarthy and they are thirty to one
1: now that's, Lexi... a, that's a wild number for them F- for Denny and for Denny and Nelly
0: So you want in on that get yourself a little action hunter at the qbe you're not gonna have let's be honest folks we're not gonna have a lot of reasons to watch this other than it's golf on tv there in florida and we're not so i love turning it on because i'm like there's another world out there beyond this snowy cloudy skies outside my window where they do fun things like play golf in december um but a little action might compel you to to get it to, to get it, you know spend a little more more time consuming this. I don't think the what was the big Lexi used to play with Baba. I see last year when non Kokrak won, they got ninth out of twelve. Palmer was dead last. I think he's probably destined for similar territory. Harmon did not play well either, but he had Swafford for a partner, not Sepp, so he's upgraded big time. Kisner and Homo were fifth. Connors played with McDowell. They were also fifth. I mentioned Kuchar and English third. Day played with Leishman. They were third. Billy played with Sam Burns. They were second to a non-Cograff. Really tight, too. Is it, it is exciting at the end because you have to make birdies, and they, they won by only a stroke. Now, the year before that, English and Kutcher one won by nine. So it's not that tight every year, but what's the bet here? Is it just English and Kutcher at six and a half? Is it Molinax and Stallings to top five at plus 130? And they're both in good form, I think. Mm-hmm. Relative to this field. And you obviously like the Denny Nelly combo. Where are the where are the girls teeing off from? Can we figure that out? we know that? I
1: kind of assumed it was the. I kind of assumed it was the same. Oh. Kind of assumed it was the same. They
0: should be able to play a shorter golf course, but at least by a little bit. Otherwise, they're never gonna. Their ball's never gonna get used. I mean. I mean, Lexi I, probably I, hits it almost as far as Denny. So maybe she doesn't
1: count, it's, it's, but it's Nellie and it's Nelly and Denny. And I still, I know, I still think I know. that, but
0: Nellie doesn't hit it
1: as far as Lexi. No, um, I don't have, I don't have that information off the top of my head. I do have, well, thanks for nothing, Hunter. So what I do have, which is something <laughs> is I have the scores from, so from the, the LPJ plays the gold course. For the, oh, that's for the, right. We're also
0: playing a different track at Tiburon, right? Tour championship.
1: Uh, I believe. No, we are playing. One of them is the gold course. I okay, good, 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 good. So I want to say they're starting. Yeah, it was contested. Just Oh, it was just three weeks ago. My goodness.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, not a month and a half. Have you played Tiburon? Yes. Yeah, And day. it's is it normal or is it special?
1: It's Florida, Florida golf. There's no there's no rough, which I kind of like. So liked.
0: I'd shoot about an 84 there. Uh, yeah, shave the green complexes. So.
1: Yeah, and everything just runs into...
0: It's like, good short game players on Bermuda. Mm-hmm. Well, I know a couple of those who are in the field this week, and their names are Jason Day and Billy Horschel,
1: unfortunately.
0: And they're on the same team. And they're the
1: favorites so as far as this, those scores go really I, I I'm starting to walk back a little bit on my uh, my Nellie and Denny take because Nellie finished she did finish T 10th here uh, three weeks ago with a score of 800 par they did get as as low as Lydia Coe got to 17 under was the winning score um, and I don't And Lexi finished uh, four over or four
0: under rather 20. Well, plus plus two, your bet there, if you really like that, is not to bet 30 to one, but to bet the longest odds by a mile to top five, which is plus 250, which is the only thing DraftKings is getting giving out.
1: Yeah, that might be a fair number. I think I like the idea of if I, I think if, if Steve Stricker can can help Cam Young out on the scramble with the putting a little bit and and then they go into the Better ball and, and if Cam Young is hitting his driver as good as far, I think that's almost he like hits a, like his a, driver good every. A every live time. bet, I think, is where because I think we'll be able to tell by the by the second day if Cam Young, if Cam Young is on fire, he can go really low and I think he can kind of like he can do it on his own on Sunday. But I don't know if I like it off the bat. I just gotta, we gotta see how.
0: Well, it'll also be interesting to see how much DraftKings and Fanduel, if they have odds for this, actually update these numbers Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Because I would say just everything, everyone's all scrunched up because they're teeing off. It even this thing's going to spread out a little bit. It's only twelve teams. Mm-hmm. You might get a better number on a team that doesn't play as well on the first day, but I, I like a few too many of these teams this is a problem. Like I like the K, I like KHL all the time, but I like the like I like Day and Horsch. I think that's a good team. I like English and Kucher. The one thing I would say is if you do like one of those teams at the top, don't be afraid of these odds because these odds aren't even really tight enough for this short of a field. You know, I mean, you can see six to one, eight to ones, 10 to ones, 12 to ones, and, and 156 player field. So to see it in a 12 team field is it's actually, there's some, maybe some halfway decent value. Like maybe you just love, the Horschel and Day team, you think for sure they're going to win? 5-1 is probably a pretty decent number for them to beat 11 teams over a three-day event. Mm-hmm. Um, is there going to be gambling? on? There's going to be betting on the match probably too, right?
1: I have not seen anything yet. We were looking... I was looking Monday night, so maybe by now. Let me see.
0: So that's also in Florida. That's over in Bel Air just outside St. Petersburg. It's Saturday at 6 o'clock. It's on TNT. Immelman and Barkley on the call. Try to be fascinating. Hopefully they have some special guests. Um, Spieth and Thomas are the betting favorites at minus 125. McElroy and Woods plus 105. I think JT and Spieth could should probably be a, uh, maybe even a slightly heavier favorite, but I do think so long as Tiger is healthy – like they're not going to set this up too long.
1: No. Not he at all. has the
0: best player in the world on his team. If he can walk and play twelve holes,
1: they have a chance. Oh, I assume they were riding. They have to be riding, right? They always ride. If he for can this.
0: ride and play twelve holes without being in, in, injured and swing aggressively. They have a chance at plus one hundred and five. What did he or see? don't they? I think they did. Plus, do. Tiger and Rory have both done this. JT's only broadcasted. They've yes. never played in one of these, right?
1: Uh correct. Correct. That is true. Um what remember what the, was? Ex-
0: ma- the match made for TV experiences on the side of the woods back Rory team.
1: Yes, big time. Uh did, what was the what was the point, Tiger quote but... last week at the at the hero. He said, um, I can hit any golf shot you want. I just can't walk or something. Like oh, that. he
0: said that. Yeah. So I think, All right. I think so the then I, if he said that I like his, them, at. Pl- I actually like them at plus one Oh five.
1: Cause you think this is just going to be a, a scramble.
0: I don't even know, but it just give me any game, these two teams and you're telling me the best player in the world and the best player ever are plus money. I'm interested.
1: I'm surprised you're even watching something like this. It's because I think Svith and Thomas
0: playing. are a deserving favorite. But well, I happen to like—I like that they're all professional golfers. I like that they all are somewhat interesting, personally, individually. I like that. I think that they'll do a little bit better job on the broadcast because it's not going to be so adversarial. It's just going to be more like common trash talk that we do when we play with our friends
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and it's tiger you're, so, gonna, you're
1: gonna miss you're gonna miss bryson you think or you'll be able to manage without him
0: i'll survive okay yeah i'll survive this is a little bit more my speed these four
1: yeah i think it should be
0: that's not to say i going to sit there, like make a note on my calendar but i might yeah i might I might watch a little bit and I might bet I might back the tiger Rory side at plus one Oh five.
1: That makes me think that you must have, have you gotten, uh, some kind of streaming service? I don't think this is on network.
0: It's on TNT. Yeah. I feel pretty good about my ability to get TNT Okay, by Saturday. I I'm, there've been a few other things that have taken priority over my ability to get TV. And, uh, those things, including Birdie's school have, have meant that the, Discretionary spending for things like TNT is not exactly, you know, falling out of my pockets
1: right now. So uh, our, uh, <laughs> we're going
0: to have to see. But I have some. I feel good about some prospects.
1: With all, with all due respect to Springbrook, our twenty twenty three spring golf trip's is going to take place over <laughs> in their neck of the woods.
0: <laughs> well, you should go to the all respect you wanted to go to those courses in the up right gray walls and
1: yeah i mean that would be very cost effective
0: is it i would imagine it's fairly affordable
1: yeah well, we'll uh we've done i've done all the research because we were i was gonna take some other buddies up there just because it's remote it's only like it's like 450 bucks for for three nights in a hotel and four rounds of golf and they like bus you to everywhere
0: yeah, I mean, that's awesome. That sounds great. Yeah. And that's a lot of golf. I don't know if I can. Oh, Jesus. i And so far away. And Gray Wall seems impossible. But I, I can be talked in. I can be talked into I that. Think what I we love would, the Upper Peninsula. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big Upper Peninsula guy.
1: Yeah, I think what we would, the only problem is, I don't think the, we're not going to play, like we're not going to play the courses we have played so far i think it would be more it'd be less about we wouldn't be playing like really good golf courses i think they're good but i don't think they're like i think we'll want to kill ourselves after uh gray walls from what i hear what i hear i hear it's no good i hear it's good or it's no good like there's no nobody that says like nobody has a man it's polarizing for sure Polarizing, yeah
0: all right so are you in on the two and a half to one for nelly to top five and nelly and denny um, you want me to go ahead and play something for
1: you while I'm here? Nope you can you can hold off on that. Let me uh, let me look at my options.
0: Have you spent any time looking at futures for the uh, like masters lines are up?
1: No, I have not, Peter, but I'm sure you have. Well, let's, <laughs> let's just let's hear what you have so far.
0: Well, I just think some of it's interesting. Um. Are we Are all the live guys going to be playing at the Masters?
1: I was about to ask you that because I just looked at the board and Cam Smith is third on the board for exactly
0: right. Masters. And if you think for any reason they're not going to be able to play, because normally these odds soften at the top, but the longer odds you know, might come down like Xander Shoffley, 22 to one. He might not be 20. He might not be 22 to one on Monday of Masters week. Mm -hmm. Um, Jordan Spieth might not be 20 to one if he has a couple good events, but if DJ and Cam Smith don't play, then the books are going to have to change their, you know, I, they've probably priced that possibility into these odds, at least to some degree. But you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Now we got guys falling, so the, that makes these numbers more attractive. So I do think some of these are kind of interesting. I mean, Zala is an Augusta National Specialist at 22 to 1. So, and Havland, even after his win at the Hero, you can still get him at 25. So I would, I just, I didn't know if you'd spend any time looking at that, and I just think it's interesting to think about that in the context of the unknown as it as it relates to the live guys.
1: I think I'm ready. To, I think I'm ready to plant my flag in the in the side of they are going to play in the majors, if they meet the current criteria, which is so they'll play probably this year, and then like a few of the guys will have have ways of getting in for a while, but. I don't think they're not. I don't think they're going to. If they are qualified, they are not going to tell them they can't play. That would be really night I think on their part.
0: I think is that's probably more. I feel like you're probably. You're it's probably just, it's right. just a
1: waiting game. We wait a few years, and then none of them are gonna be able to play.
0: Your boy Max Home is sixty-five to one, win the Masters. Tiger, for those wondering, is sixty. To one to win the Masters. So anyway, if you're thinking, if you're already thinking about that, or you love Rory at nine to one, who's the favorite, and you don't want him, to wait, you don't want him to be six and a half to one or whatever, the week of the Masters.
1: I think likewise, uh,
0: Scheffler is twelve. I mean, he's the third favorite, which I think is interesting.
1: I don't think I don't think I'm, I'm breaking any news to anybody, but I really think that Max Homa is going to have like a a pretty sensational
0: year. Well, get your damn wallet out. He's
1: playing this week with your boy Kevin Kisner. Well, did you see how bad Kevin just played? Max is only a man.
0: Dude, I mean, he's they only, don't he doesn't need a they don't need a lot. He's only he's And he only can make man. putts. At Tiburon, those greens are, look pretty puttable to me. Mhm. On the flatter side.
1: So I'll be I'm very very curious to see how how I I think it really seems like he has, it seems like last year he's, I think he finally believed he could be on tour and I think it was always, I don't want to say people gave him the benefit of the doubt, but just because of, of his personality, I think that was more the story. It was his personality that he was good at golf. And now I think it's really that he's, he's very good at golf with a good personality. I think he's really rounding into, rounding into his own.
0: I, have a, I do have a 50-1 uh, to 1 ticket on him to win, or 55 or something like that, to win the PGA, which is the other that I've seen available. So uh, I uh, happen to mostly agree with you. Perfect. I don't think his ceiling is quite as – not everybody has an infinite ceiling. No, so. I don't think – I could see him like winning he's not, three He's times. not Jordan or JT or those other guys. He's not quite to that level, but he can be one of the next best for sure.
1: I think he he simply hits the ball too far and he makes too many putts to not be competitive at, at majors for the next six years. Wow, that's strong. That's strong. I mean, his swing is, is so... Who's good.
0: better, Max Homer or Victor Hovland in your mind? Ooh, that's amazing to me that you have to think that long about it.
1: Well, I think it's Victor.
0: Okay, but, so you haven't completely lost your mind.
1: But hold on.
0: The margins aren't that. I, I get it. Hold, They're not. Hold, not that far. They're not that far. Don't far.
1: make me sound like the crazy person here, because I think that's what you're about to try to do. I, oh, do you think
0: a lot of more people would say Max?
1: No. Uh God, I think it would be closer than you think. I mean, look at, if you look at Max's wins against. Who he's won against, and then you look at Victor's wins against who he's won against. You it's hard love
0: he, he, that's your that is your your favorite hobby is is parsing the quality of an individual. Well, if victories. he's never if he's never won <laughs>
1: on American soil, that has to speak for something. It has to like that has. Okay, to so
0: they're something. fairly close according to the official world golf rankings. Homa is 16th, and Hovland is at ninth, up from 12. Okay, so Hunter's so we'll right. 12 and 16. The margin is, and this is certainly, you can swing up and down. At, at least, you know, it wouldn't be unthinkable to say a year from now they would, they could potentially have swapped, you know, where Homa could be in the top 10 and Vic, Victor in the teens because here's some of the other guys. Spieth is 14, Cam Young 17, Sung 19, Hideki 20, Fitzpatrick is 10th now twelfth, is still seventh in the world, so um, it's definitely close. But Homo being sixteenth in the world to me feels close to his uh, you know, right on the edge of being a being a being on the Ryder Cup team, feels like kind of his ceiling. But that's you're one of the ten best players in American golf. You are, you're. I mean, that's amazing. That's incredible. You're you're always going to – if you're one of the top 10 in the U.S., you're always going to be top,
1: you know, 30 in the world. Yeah, so I want to say – I want to figure out how is the lowest he has gotten because I want to say he got lower than 16th. I want to say he got down to – Well, the, yeah, I'm sure.
0: Probably like uh, – probably right after he won Wells Fargo.
1: No, I guess 16th is the lowest he has he has been. He cracked the top twenty for a bit after the U.S. Open, but that would be. Yeah, I mean, I think it's obvious. It's it is it is Victor, but I don't think it's by as much as what you uh you made it out to be.
0: It is amazing. You do see every year some of these guys come out of nowhere. Tom Kim was one hundred and thirty-one in the world in the official world golf ranking at the end of 2021 he's 15th now uh sebstracka our guy was 214th in the world at the end of 2021 he's now 27th that's so close. it's there it's there tom Hoagie, in you know this guy's almost in his 40s maybe in his 40s he was 110th in the world he's all the way up to 36th So, that's what's great about golf. Mm -hmm. DeGala, 381st, all the way up to 44th in the world. And here's a shocker. Did you know Mito Pereira's real first name is Guillermo?
1: I did not. That is news to me.
0: You got to go to the official World Golf Rankings to learn that kind of trivia. Okay, I I know we want to touch on Willie Mack continues to play... uh, Continues to play tournaments and play well. So I want to touch on that, but we're back into a season. We're going to be watching the QBE or at least a little bit of it this weekend. You have experienced the new PGA tour app hot off the presses. What is the Hunter Pulaski great Lakes golf podcast review of the new PGA tour app, the much maligned PGA tour app.
1: Uh, It's, 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 far, far, far superior in every, every sense of the word superior. It is I actually really like it. Uh, I was never, I certainly did not use my Safari on my, on my, my phone to look up scores on the PJ website, but I didn't, I wasn't exactly a fan of, of the ad shots either. fired. Yes. Unnecessary. Uh, so now, I mean the leaderboard, the leaderboard, page, essentially you have five, five tabs and on the leaderboard page, you can see leaderboard, you can see tee times, you can see odds, you can see the FedEx cup, you can see the course they're playing. Uh, if you want to go to explore, you can look at, um, news schedule, standings, the players, the golf bet. uh, if there's a power rankings, it'll be included in that. So it just, it feels, a, it just feels a lot better everything everything is right there in front of you before it just it seems like you were it was so discombobulated
0: so it's really the navigation is is streamlined very much so yeah is there are there any additional features that they've introduced or it's just they've put in put it, they've organized it better
1: i don't know um what 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 kind of features are you looking for
0: well, for? Okay. for example, I just, maybe the Bahamas isn't a good, a good te- test case because I don't think we had shot tracking. I don't, I don't know that we had any because we don't have statistics on Fantasy National from here at the Hero World Challenge, which is why I had no idea how Victor got to his victory, but. There are any of that is any of that improved from the way that it was?
1: Uh, yes. So there actually, I don't know if there was shot track. It looks like there was shot tracking. So now you can you can click on on the leaderboard. You can click on. So I clicked on Victor's name, and then it shows the scorecard similar to what. And then you can click which round you want to look at. And then there's uh, a tab that says View Shot Details. At which point you can pick a hole, and it will give you a shot by shot breakdown of so like his eighteenth hole on Sunday was shot one from the T box, shot two from the primary rough, shot three was a penalty, and then a drop, shot four from the fairway, shot five in the hole. Bogey. Does it have
0: an actual tracer on it? Or is it
1: just I think that's I think that's where we're lacking in the test case. Yeah, okay.
0: Okay. But I, All would, right. think, well, we'll I know would think we'll would know more, probably thing. not at the QBE, but next year. In the weeks to come.
1: Yeah. But I think is
0: gonna play in the Father, son.
1: Oh yeah, he's already committed to it. Yeah.
0: So he can he take a card in that one too?
1: Yes, I think they do. Yeah. So that's how that's gonna work. Yeah, I thought that was a I'm
0: pretty. So we gotta get him. We gotta get him walking. That's the deal.
1: That would be, that would be important. Because
0: he's gonna have to get ready to walk Augusta by April. Mm-hmm. I know it's December, but it's not an easy walk for a guy with half a leg.
1: No, it's not the not the best.
0: Some big old hills up there. All right. Um. Tell us about Willie Mack.
1: All right. So Willie Mack, uh, before he starts his uh, his corn fairy season here uh, after the new year, he's getting a little bit of golf uh, in. He was playing at the uh, Florida Professional Golf Tour. Uh, this was in uh, Ormond Beach, Florida, the uh, Riviera, the 61st, 61st annual Riviera Open. Uh, Willie finished in uh, tie for second place at 11 under par, uh, 64-67. He lost by one to uh, to Jeff Korr of Apoca, Florida, who shot 12 under. Uh, some other. Guys, yes, some other guys from Michigan. Uh, Austin Carter from Applegate, Michigan, finished uh, T21st, five under par. And then on top of that, we also had uh, Jordan Bohannon, or Bohannon rather, from Southfield, Michigan, finished T38th, uh, even par, 71 71. And that is the extent of, of Michigan players. So after the holiday season, we'll get y'all up to up to snuff on Willie, and uh, we'll f- try to figure out where uh, Alex's starts will be if if uh, when they come if they do come.
0: Yeah, yeah, we gotta. We'll pay close attention to those field lists as we get into what is it second first second. We could when's the corn fairy season officially start? Can you grab that real quick?
1: I can let me use my let me use my fancy new app.
0: Oh, so how nice! Because yeah, I'm looking for so I'm it looking it to give out up. college basketball numbers, which is proving more difficult tonight than it was last night. What's the deal with? Well, we'll get into it in a second. But I see Michigan State is an underdog on the road at Penn State tonight.
1: Uh, uh, injuries, I believe. They just lost to some they just not good. Uh, a couple nights ago, they just lost to a team they definitely should not have lost to.
0: Mm, not sure they're going to do that twice in a row, though.
1: January uh, 15th through the 18th, the Corn Ferry is in the Bahamas at the Great Exuma Classics at Sandals Emerald Bay.
0: Hey, we need to get the, take the Great Lakes Golf Podcast on the road that week, Hunter.
1: Yep. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure your wife would love that. We'll uh, we'll see you on Sunday night. We'll we'll tell her what we'll we'll leave early.
0: So Michigan State has have been having issues with injuries in men's basketball. Have you been having any success? We've talked about the World Cup a little bit. This is a tough time of year because it's slow on the golf side. When I open my DraftKings uh, app, there's no golf to bet on. Or very little, anyway. Have you been finding success in any other uh, areas of the of that app?
1: I uh, I haven't. I've been. I wasn't retired, but I've been. I've been pretty pretty darn close to retired. I I want to say I put. <laughs> I've been
0: retired. Re- when you retire, it's always interesting. That could last any amount of time, really. It could last an hour. It could last a week.
1: Yeah, it's actually been—it's been lasting outside of those few World Cup bets. Uh, I don't think I've really placed a bet since the Michigan State game, which was just a full heart bet, and and I regretted it pretty much within minutes of, of <laughs> placing it.
0: But uh, you did you not hit? Um, no. I mean, Michigan State covered in that game, didn't they? By a point or two points, maybe. Well, what was the bet?
1: Because I put. I remember I put I believe 50. it was twenty
0: it was I want to say it was a twenty three point spread. Memory serves.
1: Yes, it was because I remember I remember I even texted my buddies that said good teams win, great teams cover. So I remember that.
0: <laughs> um, Early start tonight for Michigan State, too. They're playing at five they're playing at five thirty my time. Six thirty your time.
1: Who are they playing? Penn
0: State. They're three-and-a-half-point underdog. They're plus 145 on the money line. Okay, that requires further research, folks, but I think we may we may have something there. Either side probably there is because the public may be having the exact reaction that I'm having, and so Penn State may be the sharp side, but either way, I think the game's interesting. Um, the other one I saw in here is VCU is a modest favorite over Jacksonville, only an eight and a half point favorite. Uh, VCU, I think has a pretty decent team this, this, this year. So that's another one that I think is interesting that I might be looking at, but yeah, not quite as easy as the layup last night with Duke over Iowa or some couple of the other ones lately. Um, If you're betting on Michigan to lose close games in basketball, you're doing well. We can't seem to get over the. Granted, we've been facing some good competition lately, but we can't seem to get over the hump there at the end of the game.
1: I I want to confirm it was actually it was the Lions money line on Thanksgiving Day against the Bills.
0: Well, you put, that was probably fine. You probably got like four to one for that.
1: Yeah. Well, it didn't hit, but yeah.
0: Fine. No, but it was it was
1: alive so to I'm the very sure. to the
0: bitter end. I'm not
1: sure why you called it fine. <laughs> you know, that's the other. <laughs> that's, that's like uh like the good putts like you when said you regretted says,
0: it instantly that's not fair i mean when you, you, you were alive putt. for a while there
1: yeah um good putts go in
0: so do you have any tips for the world cups down to eight teams
1: yeah i uh can
0: you get any decent like numbers on these teams actually like the futures
1: so i, I was actually going to look at it because this is to
0: actually win the world cup now
1: yes you can i i think it's crazy and they're going to be the lowest i'm going to see what they are but they have to be the lowest okay brazil's
0: plus 175 they play croatia yes france is next they're plus 400 they play england yes he's plus 600 argentina plus 550 portugal plus 600 I mentioned England also six to one, Netherlands fourteen to one, and Morocco and Croatia obviously had the long shots thirty five and forty to one respectively.
1: Uh, so I really like Morocco. I think if they if they take their they're essentially I mean they they're they're going into the game saying if we play eleven guys behind the ball we can get this. If we just get this to a shootout, we've we've done our part. And I just don't know how a team's going to score on them. I don't think they've been scored. I think their only goal was an own goal they that they, they gave up to Canada. Okay, who do they play? Uh, they play um, 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 They play a game they should not win, but I think they're going to. Uh, they play Portugal. So I think that's actually, if of the teams that are left, even though Portugal just smokes Switzerland, I, I don't know how they did that. Uh, Morocco. Morocco. From a from a Morocco is not going to win the World Cup <laughs> they can't but I didn't think they'd make it this far either
0: so. well they're 10 to one to reach the final so
1: so they got to win two more games
0: that might be your that might be your bet they're <sighs> to reach the semis they're plus 225 so I mean you're running out of value there
1: well that'd be wild are, to, are we is the Netherlands
0: be... the Netherlands as a non the Netherlands certainly stands out a bit. 14 to 1 as being a team that historically is capable of winning a world cup. I know Brazil's good but they also lost their best player. So if there's not a team that is definitely better than the rest of these eight, why not the Netherlands at 14 to 1? Do they have to play they don't play anybody that good in their next round, do they? Um they play Argentina.
1: Argentina. I don't know what to Netherlands, Netherlands is going to be I think Argentina. The Netherlands had had a, what I would consider a a fairly easy group with Senegal, Ecuador, and Qatar, Qatar for but, sure. But and then sure. they played the, of the thirty-two teams in the knockout round, they played the worst of the thirty-two teams in the United States. So they wow, not, that's strong. Okay, that's that's not, strong. they're not exactly that's like, strong. They're not exactly taken down taken down giants. Uh, I think France France has been playing um some of the best soccer but i just don't know how you're going to score morocco i guess you easily see morocco making it out of this out of this round because even against spain spain worked the ball around but then the second that they tried to cross in, morocco was right there and then they had a couple times where they actually had some decent counters so we will we will see i'm surprised croatia is still playing
0: Yeah, no, it's impressive stuff. They're they're good at soccer for a, a small nation, and yep. the Morocco thing is a total shocker.
1: It is cool to see. To even look, you just look up the the population differentials between some of these countries that are playing each other, and it's it's pretty cool. to yeah, be able to. It's stunning. A very, yeah, a very quality team.
0: I have to say, and just looking at these as a, as somebody as an, as just an observer, really, and probably somebody who's not going to participate much, these numbers are really fair.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, we're into we're down to eight teams, and we're still getting a four to one on France as a second favorite. I just think it's a good number. Like if you love France, you should definitely take that because they're going to be the numbers going to be down to everybody's going to be inside of two to one after this round. Yeah, I mean, unless unless if Morocco or Croatia advance, and they'll be an outlier. But then the the rest of the teams are all going to be blue bloods.
1: And I think you. I mean, you played soccer. It's a good. A bad team can can make a. How do I say this? a A bad team can can win a sloppy game. Like they can just make it a sloppy game. Like very, you just pack everything in, and and try to make it low scoring. And yeah, the best team doesn't. The
0: best team doesn't win every time. No, I mean, you. you, There's all kinds of ways to sort of muck up the game. Yeah.
1: So that's where you. I think that's where the the fairness. Comes in because it really is such a crapshoot. I want to say Brazil opened at three to one, three and a half to one to win it all.
0: So plus one seventy five is still really fair, even though they're without their best player.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean if you like them, I mean this is totally fair. Argentina is the only team here that's overpriced, and it's because they have Messi. And granted, like watching him is so fun; it's awesome. I just love it.
1: He is, uh... but
0: I don't think cumulatively they're gonna.
1: And maybe we'll we'll get some stories about the World Cup, I'm sure once it's done and over with, because the the journalists are scared to say anything while they're in the country. But it's it from the sounds of it, like from I haven't heard anything. I think everyone went into this World Cup uh somewhat nervous just about how it was all gonna go.
0: Well they'd be in booze at the eleventh hour.
1: Which And I, let's I I've get started to realize end. that's not the case. That's like Oh really? Like there, there's no booze in the stadium but i've seen there were a couple of guys from barstool that went over there for the united states game and they they were they found they found their booze it wasn't at the stadium but like you can go into it's just stadium. on the black market out at the tailgates yeah I, so i guess you have to have like a essentially like an alcohol card like if you are a citizen you get a card that says you can you are able to buy alcohol and those there were enough united states citizens that were living in guitar at the time that they knew in advance and they kind of like stocked up for it.
0: All right, real quick before we get out of here for the show. um, Did you have any strong reactions on the PIP, PIP, the PGA tours, whatever it stands for, where they give out a gazillion dollars to their top 20 players in terms of a score that they've calibrated based on their influence via social media and web searches and and, and, and things of that nature.
1: No, not at all. I mean, I'm, I'm. it's, it's a,
0: can you read us the top 20? I can. You have it right there. I do.
1: Yep. Uh, starting in because first
0: place, tiger was number one, right?
1: Yeah. Which I think tiger will literally be number one until if the day he's not number <laughs> one, I'll lose even, <laughs> I'll lose more respect for this list. And I,
0: well, have, you know who he's is... going to be eventually unseated by who,
1: Max (laughs) (laughs) Homa. No, see, that's... It's
0: true crossover appeal. Like, Max Homa, how... uh, under, Over under five years until Max Homa, before Max Homa is on
1: Dancing with the Stars. Mm, Over. I think he makes enough money. I think that's... You gotta be...
0: That's beneath him?
1: I I think so. I think you have to have, like, some gambling issue. Or, like, you have to be... (laughs) Okay, over like under bleeding,
0: five years be before Phil Mickelson's on Dancing with the Stars. Can we get Stars. Phil Mickelson on Dancing with the Stars with that leather jacket that he wore in the Faraday interview? Yeah, I'm sure i
1: sure that would be.
0: Doing like some some kiss routine or something?
1: So the the list. I'll just do we'll – So starting number one, Tiger Woods, Roy McIlroy, Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, John Rahm, Sky Scheffler, Xander Schauffele, Matt Fitzpatrick, Will Zalatoris, Tony Finau rounds out the top ten. And now, because of the of the live tour, we've expanded it to the top twenty. So, following that is Kyle Morikawa, Shane Lowry, Kevin Kisner, Max Homa, Billy Horschel, Ricky Fowler, Adam Scott, how Ricky's still getting Google searches is beyond me. Uh, Jason Day, Patrick Cantlay, and Victor Hovland to round out the top twenty.
0: Every purchase of a Puma orange Puma yeah, shirt counts gets, as one.
1: He gets one point point one of the PIHP uh Lowry was kind of high yeah but I I I think we just live in a like a like a stupid little bubble over here in the United States where an American bubble we, like, mean? we forget that there is a lot of other uh countries that really, really like golf out there yeah true uh I think it was, including the country where golf was founded so if, if I'm if my memory, golf is
0: a, as American as pizza and Chinese food yeah yeah exactly
1: uh, if my memory serves me correctly Kyle kawa finished uh 11th last year as well and he missed it by a pretty small margin and then this year he missed he still got paid but missed out on 2 million dollars more by uh 0.26 uh points to Tony, whatever the to whatever Tony fee now. And I don't Whatever. know how. I mean, Tony, Tony, come on! How is he getting on the PHP? He's so
0: goofy on social media. Gosh. I didn't
1: know he was even on social media. I guess I don't
0: follow him. He's had another kid since this podcast started.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. You,
0: it's that's. I lost time. track. He's he's going to catch Philip Rivers, I think.
1: Oh yeah, without a, without a, a
0: doubt. The way we're headed, he is going to be the next head coach the Indianapolis Colts. If they'd only look exclusively at broadcasters and and people who coach high school, I,
1: I heard. Uh, I thought Jim Harbaugh was taking that job
0: to the Colts' job. Yeah, to work
1: for Ursay? I think I think Ursae'd be working for him after about <laughs> three months. Is that right? Is that a rumor? That is a rumor, but I don't think. I think it was more just. I don't. It's actually true, but I do think I don't I, I think know. Ursa I don't know. He's got to be a hard guy to work for. I feel. I like I think Ursay would give him full control. He'd be able to do whatever. I mean, if Urse is bringing Jeff Saturday off the street, I think that was such
0: a that move reeks of that game was so embarrassing for the Colts. That was so embarrassing. That screen grab
1: of uh, of them down by like by a <laughs> billion points and them kneeing the ball was was a tough one to watch. <laughs> like just run run a play. You got to run a play.
0: <laughs> Just not good. Poor Jeff Saturday. But I tell you what, he's a fast talker. He should be in radio. Nobody can talk as fast as Jeff Saturday. All right, anyway, we gotta, we're got we at an hour. We got to get out of here. Thanks for listening to the Great Lakes Call podcast. You can catch up on all our previous episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at The Ticket, Northern Michigan. That's The Ticket, Northern Michigan. Thanks for listening. On radio tonight, 104.7 FM, The Ticket, Petoskey, Charlotte, Point City area. 93.7 FM, the ticket, Cadillac, and Traverse City. We will be back next week with another episode and results from QBE Shootout, PJ Tour Champions, and more.
1: On Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning's moving forward. Tuesday morning, folks. Get that in writing, Tuesday morning.